What's going on, guys? Welcome into another edition of the Ask Tony Show. I am so excited about today's episode because today, guys, it's going to be a myth buster. We're going to bust some myths up in here. Uh, I've heard a lot of stuff about business. I talked to a lot of folks. Um, and so we're going to talk about some key concepts. And so I wanted to bring some experts into the room. We got Sergio, we got Braden, they're team leaders and trainers at Omega Financial. And so we're going to talk a little bit about automation, online businesses. Uh, so first of all, guys, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, there's There's been so much talk uh, about things like passive income, making money on the internet. And so I'm, I'm so glad that I can finally sit down and talk to an expert to talk to people that have actually done it because, you know, I've kind of dabbled into it a little bit, not a hundred percent all in, but it's one of those topics that there's a lot of skepticism about. So I'm excited about this show so that you guys can help me bust some myths about this this whole world. But before we jump into that, tell me a little bit about yourselves, uh, who you guys are, how long have you been in the space? Let's start with you, Sergio. Um, yeah, I've uh, born and raised in Provo, Utah. So uh, proud Utah County boy. That's what's up. And uh, tr traveled to every state in the US. Used to travel for business. Um, did a lot of marketing for like the automotive industry and uh, used to sell cars. Um, I'm actually, uh, was a realtor too. Um, and then uh, just got into the e-com game, man. And, you know, uh, just love educating people. And that, that's honestly why it's fun. Cause it's new, um, especially to like uh, the older generation or like Latino, gen you know, Latinos, like they're like, what is e-com? And my, yeah, I talk, when I talk to my mom about it, she's like, <laughs> so I don't understand. And I'm like, she thinks the internet is like one page, you know, or one platform. It's pretty funny. Yeah. She's cute like that. But um, yeah, that that's me, man. I'm just excited to, to hopefully educate your, you know, your audience. I love that. How about you, Braden? So I'm from Leah, Utah, born and raised. Another Utah. Got three boy. Utah boys yeah. up in here. Yeah. What's up? The 801. 801. Yeah. So born and raised. And uh, yeah, I just, I had worked a nine to five for a while. And I just, I realized that I, I wanted to live a different life. Uh, my dad had worked the same job for, for 40 years and is still there and is about to retire. I just realized that that's not the life that mm -hmm. I wanted. Um, I wanted to provide value to people. And so I started looking for people that did that. And that's how I ran into to Dallin, who who manages and owns and runs. Uh, the Dallin Peely? Yes. Yep. yep. Um, who And he manages and runs and owns uh, Omega Financial, who we are part of. And um, I just got around the right people. It kind of changed my mindset in the entrepreneurship way. And so I could uh, start start seeing the value that he was providing to to myself and to others, and I wanted to do that same thing. And so that's how I kind of got into this space and into this network and, and just started growing from there. Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah. so let, let's start from the very beginning. Let's start from the very foundation. Brayden, what exactly do you guys do in the first place? Yeah, so um, we're, we're really just a platform for entrepreneurship entrepreneurs to grow. And the biggest thing is, is we want to give people the option of getting into the e-commerce space um, as an investor or as somebody that wants to be a little bit more hands-on, but doesn't want to put, you know, 60 to 80 hours a week into running their e-com business. Um, so what we do is we have teams um, that we trust that we have worked alongside with that run and manage these stores for our investors and for our clients. 
and and it just makes life a lot easier because they can still get into the space without having to put so much time and effort into running their own businesses because the team's doing the day-to-day operations. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, whenever, for example, when I think of e-com, it's like I got to get the products and get the manufacturer and get the website going and figure out Shopify. And it is intimidating, especially if you don't know anything about the space. So, so let me get straight. So Sergio, basically you guys, you guys help people make an investment and then you guys, your platform sets up the store, whichever platform they choose. And then your team manages it on the back end. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And it could be, um, you know, it's the, the biggest platforms that people know, like Shopify, um, Amazon, Facebook. So, yeah. And they literally from A to Z, they're managing the store from the onboarding process to um, if they need help with setting up their LLC. A lot of people, you'd be shocked. They don't know how to set up a business, you know, like get the entity, the EIN number and all that. And uh, we can help them with all that as well. And then uh, most importantly, like you said, like setting up the websites uh, or, or just setting up the shop, depending on the platform because it changes, how to, you know, doing their ads, talking to them about ad spend, uh, teaching them about, you know, how we're going to build a brand around your product, and then uh, obviously getting it out to the to the masses, obviously, most importantly, so they can sell their product and uh, bring in a, a profit every month. Um, and then how the, the team, the fulfillment team, um, stays motivated every month, you know what I mean, to be selling, obviously, as much product instead of just paying them a one-time fee. You know, maybe they hit it hard for, like, couple months and then they, they they start to like deteriorate a little bit is they just pay them a, a profit split you know so for most of our stores it's like a 70 30 split for example okay so 70 percent will go to the store owner or the investor and then 30 percent will go to the fulfillment team every month okay and they'll just send you an I invoice yeah. so what's pretty cool about that is i mean it's a business expense you can write it off you know what i mean yeah like um so just keep you know you just gotta be a good business owner and of course stay organized and keep track of all that stuff yeah, and I think that that is is one of the keys. For example, I started my own real estate agency about six months ago, and one of the things that I wasn't anticipating was all the back end stuff. Yeah, yeah. Again, set up with the website, the licenses, the insurance, like all these different things, legal. Um, it's intense. It gets yeah. very, very intense. So absolutely, I find value in associating yourself with a team, which just makes sense. That if I'm going to associate myself with you guys or with a team, well, you guys need to make money too, right? Sure. Like. As, as I feel like as entrepreneurs, we need to remember that everybody is in this to make a profit, whether it's right. you, whether it's me. And if there is value on the other side, then, you know, I don't see a reason why people wouldn't pay for it. I think that one of the, the main stigmas behind these kinds of, of opportunities is the way that it's sold. Right. So and you guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but all of a sudden you'll see. All right. You put in twenty thousand bucks and you'll make one hundred K within three months or six months, right? Five X your investment in 90 days. Like I've seen those, I've been pitched those many times and I've been close to pulling the trigger because it sounds so good. But then it gets into this idea of, it's just too good to be true. Like there has to be a catch. There has to be fine print somewhere. And so talk to us a little bit about that. Do you guys ever get any any pushback? And uh, what kind of results uh, do you see for the the average Joe, the average person? Oh, for sure. Go ahead, Brain. Yeah. So great question. I think a lot of a lot of the issues that come along with this type of investment is that people are promised way too much. Um, and it's just not this. It's just not the case. Um, and, and, you know, to be sold on something and, and it's not 
happening, then obviously you get a bad rap for your company and it just goes downhill from there. And that's kind of what has happened, I think, in the e-commerce industry, especially with automation and passive income, using those types of terms. And I think we just have to be careful. And that's what we try to do is we try to be very transparent with people about the type of money they can make. You know, we always say, you know, it, it may be something where you can pay a mortgage or pay a car payment. It's not going to change your life, right? This is just another investment to add to your portfolio as a way to get into this space. But, you know, it's passive. It's something that you don't have to actively working on every day. And I think that that's, that's really what we have to educate people about and help them understand is not get rich quick overnight scheme, nothing like that. It's, uh, it's something that is, is nice to add in as an extra revenue stream for for your investment portfolio. Yeah, and, and I think that the education part is is critical Absolutely. and framing it as an investment, mm -hmm. right? Because you know, I can put my money in stocks, I can put right. my money in crypto, I can put my money in all sorts of different things. Yeah. And now if I can put my money in Amazon, I can put my money in Shopify, I can put my money in Facebook, um, that, but seeing it, like you said, as an investment that can give me dividends on a monthly basis exactly. versus I'm gonna make a million dollars, bro. Like I'm gonna buy a yacht, you know? But that's the way that it has been sold. So let's right. get a little bit, let's dive a little bit deeper into yeah. the actual meat and potatoes, Sergio. Like these platforms, Amazon, Shopify, you mentioned Facebook, you mentioned products. Like what am I selling? Like do I like do I come up with the products? Do you come up with the products? How does that work? So when you say set up a, a let, let's say an Amazon shop, okay, what am I selling on my store that I'm buying? The main thing that I tell people, because I would say about 80% of our uh, leads or you know, or people that call in or request information, um, you can tell right off the bat they don't know anything about e-commerce, right? And they don't know the difference between, in the Amazon world, for example, like F, you'll hear terms like FBM, um, FBA, fulfilled by, Am for fulfilled by merchant, which is, you equate that to drop shipping, fulfilled by Amazon, which is wholesaling. Okay, so if you're new to the game, we always suggest we're like, hey, let's get you started with drop shipping. And they always ask, how come? And I'm like, well, because it's a hands free investment with the drop shipping. You don't need to choose the products. They're going to choose do all the analytics, all the stuff. They have all the software, um, you know, f with Amazon and, you know, have relationships with suppliers and stuff. And you're going to be selling like home goods. Right. Like I'll give you an example. My personal store, because since spring and summer. Right has been like Kingsford products, like Kingsford briquettes, uh, yeah. anything to clean your grill. Um, I mean, you just anything. It's, it's, it's actually kind of fun to look at the, it's called the Seller Central app for if you have an Amazon store and uh, you get a little ding every time you sell something and it's kind of exciting but then after a while it gets annoying when you get like you sell so dings. much yeah, yeah you're, like, up, bro. you're like, like dude I got I'm trying to sleep up. bro ding ding yeah, ding, yeah, ding, yeah, ding exactly <laughs> so you know when it gets to that point like you learn that you see what people are buying you're like man I would have never thought to sell that of course you know and then that's why I tell people they're like I, but I want control I want to choose the product. I'm like, well, then drop shipping isn't for you then. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or, or automated, I guess I should say. I should rephrase that. Um, and then if you go with the wholesaling side of it and you do want to be more hands-on, that's why you go with wholesale. You, you choose the product. You want to manufacture something. You know, you want to white label something. Um, we can do that. You, you know, you want to get stuff from overseas and make higher profit margins. We can do that. Yeah, because it, you, you always hear things like, Buy on Alibaba, buy a toaster yeah. on Alibaba for twenty-two cents, and then sell it for like forty exactly. bucks. Exactly. Yeah. So those, so there are options. Whether I want to create my own product, or I want to let you guys take care of that. Now, Absolutely. are those products, for example, your you know summer or whatever? Do the products within the store 
rotate or change over time or is it static? They, they do rotate. They yeah. do rotate out. Um, I've noticed like, you know, obviously during the heat of the pandemic, it was toilet paper, right? So obviously oh, really? like okay. toilet paper, you know, let's put toilet paper in there. And then, uh, you know, like I said, spring, summer, August is coming, um, at least here in Utah, I know kids go back to school. So obviously maybe they're putting a lot of school supplies in there. I see. Um, or like the juices, right? Cause you gotta make their lunch. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the juices you find at Costco. Cause like Costco is one of the suppliers for our drop shipping uh, stores. Um, and the cool thing about our drop shipping stores too, is that the, the shipping time is fast because they're all US based. So it's like Costco, overstock.com, Sam's Club, Lowe's, Home Depot, etc. And so honestly, when, when there was that issue with the, the ports being backed up, our drop shipping stores didn't really see any mm -hmm. holdup with the shipping because those big US-based companies, they know their home, like they knew something's gonna happen. Sure. Right? They probably have like excess inventory. So we didn't really have that issue. So that was pretty cool. But we're on the wholesale, the profit margins are higher, but once again, everything's coming from overseas. You know what I mean? So st it's just business. Stuff can happen. But hey, you, you got to adapt, right? You you got to pivot. What are we going to do? And you 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 always have contact with your store manager. That's what's cool. So like, hey, what's the game plan? What are we doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? What's going on? You know. Do you guys uh, are you guys pretty hands-on with as training as far as the investor like teaching them whatever you guys consider that they need to know as especially as a newbie, right? Right. We do. Um, we So they have our personal cell phone number, so they can message okay. us and talk to us. Obviously, the team knows and understands a little bit more. On the back end, they understand how everything works very, very detailed. Um, we do to an extent as store owners and as people that have worked in this industry for a while. But the team is there also to answer their questions. They have a manager that they can reach out to. But our number is always there. They can always call us or text us yeah. and ask questions. And so we can educate there as well. Yeah. And I think that it's key that you guys are doing it yourselves. Right. For example, I've been trying to get somebody in the MLM space to come and sit with me on a podcast. I cannot do it. They refuse. Yeah. They absolutely refuse. Yeah. Why? Because they're out pushing this product or whatever, but they're not making any money. Right. Yeah. And so they're terrified. They're petrified that I'm going to ask them how much money they make, which that really isn't even my intention. Yeah. Right. My intention is just to get somebody that is actually doing it. But what I found is that that's far and few in between. Right. It's in most cases, it's just a front. I, I think in any business, Tony, and um, I think you'll agree, and that's why I love following you, and uh, is you just got to be transparent, man. Like, you got to be honest with people. And if it's bad news, like something happens, the economy, like whatever, like, hey, you know, as a realtor, sometimes I'm pretty sure you've had, had uncomfortable discussions with people, and you're like, hey, but... But here, let's, what can we do to fix that though? I have to have one today. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and that's the thing. We, like, like uh, Brandon said, we have our cell phones. They're on all the time. Sometimes maybe too much, <laughs> you know, like, um, but you know, we, we want people to feel comfortable. And uh, you know, if we don't have the answer, hey, we'll get you the answer though. You know what I mean? Like we have other resources, other, you know, mentors that we work with and, um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out for you. We'll figure a solution out. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about the the differences within the specific platforms, right? Because you got you mentioned Spotify, you've mentioned Amazon, Facebook shops is something that from my understanding is a little bit newer. Mm -hmm. So what are the differences? If I wanted to jump in, what what would dictate which one might be best for me? Sure. So when we talk about drop shipping, drop shipping is typically better for beginners. 
people that are very first getting into this space. And the reason why we say that is just like Sergio talked about earlier, it's a little bit less hands-on. There's not so much choice that you have in picking the right products and in, in that kind of sphere. So, so let's define drop shipping yeah. real quick. Yep. So so, so drop shipping, when we talk about drop shipping, FBM specifically on the Amazon platform, mm -hmm. Facebook is a drop shipping platform and Shopify is as well. The idea behind that is you're, you don't buy the product that you're selling until after it's already sold. I see. So your team lists the product after they do the research and find it on the supplier websites. The, the customer is going to come to your store. They're going to purchase the product and then your team is going to fulfill that order by turning around, going back to that supplier ordering the product and shipping it directly to the customer's house. So that's drop shipping. So you're never buying inventory up front so that you don't have the issue of like, what if that inventory doesn't sell? Well, now you're stuck with it, right? Yeah. That's more of the wholesaling method okay. is buying in bulk up front, then selling it, not the drop shipping. And you mentioned that there were higher margins on the wholesale Correct. Side, right? Why Correct. is that? Just because uh, typically with drop shipping, you're buying single products, mm. right, and selling them. So the Whereas, discount isn't as steep. Exactly. If you buy a thousand units. Exactly. Yeah, you get a, a better price at wholesale when you're buying a thousand units over yeah. one, right? I love that. So, and so, kind of going back to the differences between the platforms. Yeah. You know, Amazon, Spotify, Facebook. What are what are those differences and nuances? Yeah. So specifically with Amazon. There's the drop shipping side, which is FBM. And then there's the FBA side, which is their wholesaling. It's kind of the preferred method of selling on Amazon. The difficulty is, is that it takes a lot of capital up front mm -hmm. and you're a little bit more hands-on. So that's why it's typically not a, a good idea for newer investors to get into the FBA space unless you have a lot of liquid capital that you're ready to invest up front. How much are we talking about? So typically we we, we like to get anywhere between 20 to 50,000. To do it right. Correct, yep. For, for inventory purposes, right off the gate, and then you can reinvest sure. once that product is sold. Understood. Yep. yep. So that's that's a little bit more about the wholesaling method and kind of how that works. Again, that's kind of the preferred method um, on, on Amazon. And the reason why is because to actually sell FBA on Amazon, you actually have to ship the product that you buy to an Amazon mm. facility. They look at it, approve the product, and then list it and, and start selling it for you and doing I the see. fulfillment. So, and that gets you access to Amazon Prime. So that's another benefit for Amazon Prime shipping. I that see. gives you another benefit of doing FBA. So you can kind of tell that Amazon kind of has their, what they prefer yeah. you to do, um, but drop shipping is another method that works really well for Amazon as well, so. How about these Facebook shops? Very yeah. Similar situation? Exactly, so Amazon drop shipping, it's almost the same exact thing on Facebook. Um, it's just on the Facebook platform, sure. right? And the, the benefit of doing it on Facebook over Amazon right now is because like you talked about a little bit earlier, Facebook is a brand new platform. In this space, in the e-commerce e space. space. So they're kind of making that shift from social network to e-commerce platform. They're trying to get in a fight with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So Facebook, the kind of the cool thing, so everybody knows Facebook Marketplace. Yes. They have 2.9 billion active users every month, crazy numbers. Um, and, and marketplace has been around for a while. Mm. They realized they wanted to have a marketplace for businesses, not for just individuals. And so they reached out to Shopify actually two years ago, Mar I think it was March of 2020. And they said, hey, Shopify, we wanna open up our own marketplace, but for businesses mm. and call it MetaShops. And so that's what they ended up doing. They partnered with Shopify, they opened up MetaShops, and that's what our Facebook stores are, are those MetaShops. So MetaShop, is uh -huh. that, that's up and running now? Yes, so is it's it? been around for two years. Awesome. And that's, that's kind of the benefit of this platform is because it's kind of an untapped 
market. Yeah. Because Amazon has been around for a while. There's a lot of people doing drop shipping. Exactly. There's a lot of people doing Amazon FBA. Facebook is brand new. And the kind of the other side of that too is, as we know, as you do business for a while, there's people that are gonna take advantage of things that you're doing. And so the more restrictions start coming into play, right? And so Amazon has a lot of restrictions. They do a lot of audits with your store to check your product if you're drop shipping, because you're not sending their product to their warehouses sure. and they're reviewing it like ah, FBA. So with drop shipping, they have to ask you to send your products to them so they can review them. So that pauses your store and that can you know cut into your profits and kind of your experience and, and what you're doing. And so with Facebook, because they're a newer platform, they did have Shopify help them and Shopify has been around for a while, but they don't have as many restrictions. So there's not as many audits, deactivations, yeah. things like that that come into play. Typically your profit margins are a little bit higher because Amazon is very strict with what type of products you can list on their platform. Yes. Facebook's a little less strict. And so what the thought that automatically comes to my head was the benefit from using Facebook, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would assume that those two pla that those two platforms connect. Right? So with you're on Amazon, Amazon is on a social network. But if you have a meta shop that can connect to Facebook and you can run ads to boost your product through the Facebook mechanism outside of just the shop itself. That to me seems extraordinary, right? Because that can be very, very powerful. And it's something that you can't do on Amazon because it's not a social network. Is that the way that it works? Correct, yes. So that's the idea. Right now, we're not doing any ad spend with Facebook currently. Because it's such a new platform, they're doing a lot of advertising for us as a famous mm. Facebook platform. So there's there's already traffic there. As we already talked about earlier, 2.9 billion people on this platform every month. So they already have the traffic there. They just need to get their eyes in the right place. And so how they do that is if you're looking in Marketplace, you'll see ads pop up. And it's yes. Facebook pushing that. And those ads, if you click on them, they open up a meta the shop. meta shop. Exactly. Mm. And I think, Tony, one thing that, uh, just for your viewers, this is why we are so excited about Facebook shops is because Amazon's a great investment. I mean, we own Amazon stores. Absolutely. But we always tell people, like, it's a long-term investment, and you, we try to pitch it more to people who, you know, do understand business. Hey, there might be, like you said, an audit. Some people don't know what an audit is. It freaks them out. They're like, what are you talking no, about? I'm like, pause for 30 days. Yeah, I'm like, well, dude, that's right. it's okay. You'll get handled. That's life. There's a team. They're handling yeah. it. But we're just letting you know up front. You know what I mean? We don't want any surprises. And audits are normal. It's okay. Yeah. You know, not, nothing shady is going on. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and with the Facebook, they don't have that issue. So we were like, man, like, what could we present to our clients, right, that are new, that are newer to investing in general? And that those things, you know, will will scare them less, right? Like they they don't have to worry about audits. There you go. We sure. have that with Facebook shops. They don't have to worry about, you know, um, you know, uh, Amazon fees and stuff like that because they have more fees yeah. at Amazon. And uh, so, I mean, we're like, dude, Facebook shops is perfect. Yeah. Like, and it's cheaper. You know, what I mean, the that initial investment. My question: If you considered yeah. it a cheaper entry point, Absolutely. especially if if you don't have an ad spend. Yeah. Uh, I would assume on Amazon there's there's some sort of ad slash cost that you can pay to go to the top of the list type of situation? There is, um, there's a lot of things Amazon has, do has done. Just like we talked about, they've been around for a really long time. Yes. So they have different algorithms. They also have a buy box. 
um, where other uh, third-party sellers can compete with you mm. to list the product as the lowest price for their customers. So kind of a capital way of yeah. doing things. Um, so they have a lot of things in place to, to kind of help with that. They also have an ability to do ad spend and, and to do ads on, on Amazon, but it just creates more fees and it's more of an expense to our clients every month, right? Yeah. Whereas Facebook is such a new platform, Facebook is already pushing out all of these products with their own ad spend. Mm. So right now we're not doing ad spend. So that's a, that's a benefit to the client because there's not an extra expense yeah, every month. But you're not doing it because you don't need to. Right now, exactly, right? yep. Which and then later on down plus. the road, we may offer that. You can always do it. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. I think that that is super interesting of getting in early, right? Everybody talks about getting, getting it in early, which mm -hmm. I think that in general, all these concepts of e-commerce, it's, it's, it's still early. Yep. But when you talk about, for example, Amazon, it, I don't consider that you're late, yeah. but you're not early. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people there. Exactly. And so this whole Facebook thing is super, super interesting. And the reality is Facebook isn't going anywhere. Right. I mean, they're just, it's just not going anywhere. Exactly. It's going to be around. Exactly. It's going to be around. Yep. And so outside of, of those shops, mm -hmm. do you guys do anything else? Do you offer anything else? Or is that kind of the main focus? I would say Amazon and Facebook, especially right now, are top ones. Um, but uh, Shopify, we also have a Shopify um, option. And, you know, I usually don't tell newer investors about it unless I'm like, okay, they've been around business, you know, just because it does, like Brady was saying, it does take more upfront you know, uh, initial investment, and uh, you're gonna have to repurchase large quantities of product. So the Shopify would be a wholesale model. It's a little bit like a wholesale yeah. model. It's similar. It's a little bit between like dropshipping and wholesaling, whereas FBA is strictly wholesaling, Amazon is strictly dropshipping, Facebook is strictly dropshipping. Um, this model is a little bit more of a, a dropshipping at first to kind of find the right products to build your store around. I see. Then it goes into a wholesale model. And yeah. is there an option? Um, to tailor the store to kind of what you would want. I'll give you an example. Sure. So a buddy of mine sent me a, a link a couple months ago. I love watches, right? So I'm a big watch guy. Yeah. And so he says, hey, there's this website where you can buy stores. I think they're Shopify stores. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy these pre-made stores and it was like a watch store and it was like $8,000. Yeah. Is it, a, is it a similar thing? Like are, are those stores, because I, I, it was like the whole chart. Like it's like an $8,000, <laughs> investment to yeah. buy the website and then it's making like 2500 a month or whatever. I don't even remember what the numbers were. Right. But are we talking about a similar concept or should we just stay away from buy the watch website on the it, internet? It would be the same concept. Um, you get to be definitely more hands-on. Mm -hmm. So for our more hands-on investors, we're like, for sure, go with Shopify. You want to build your own brand, you know, and uh, you want to be more hands-on on what exactly, or maybe you already have something you invented and you're very passionate about yeah. it. And uh, literally the team is going to build a brand around it. And the goal is the difference between Shopify is the other stores. It's like, hey, let's keep it passive income for 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, yeah. let it ride, right? And this is like, it's a two year exit strategy. So they're gonna build your store up for two years. The goal is a million dollars to sell for a million dollars on platforms kind of like your buddy mm, showed see. you. Okay, and, um, and then after that, you're gonna, they sell the store, for example, for a million. You as a store owner will keep half a million. The, the fulfillment team that, that got it up there, that did all the marketing and everything, they will keep half, yeah. okay? And whatever you wanna do with that, hey, you wanna start another brand? You enjoy it, let's do it. Why not? You just made passive income every month for two years. And on top of that, you got a huge payout at the end. Yeah. And I think that's smart yeah. to see it as I need an exit strategy. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a short term thing. We're going to do this, but it's not a forever thing. 
Because again, it comes down to learning how to play the game or learning how to play this game of investing of, you know, where do I put my money? Where can it grow? And so I feel like that's where people are lacking all of that information. And that's why people fall into these bad things because they just don't know any better. Right. And again, I've had a lot of conversations where I've been really close to writing someone a big check and it's like, "Eh, you know, probably wouldn't have been a good idea. So I love that you guys are about all about the education side. You know me, Sergio, like I'm, I'm obsessed with giving people the information so then they can make their own decisions. Right. right? So there's going to be a lot of people out there listening that if you say, Hey, I mean, what could you do with an extra $3,000 a month? Yeah. It's much more reasonable than saying, hey, bro, you're going to buy a yacht in 36 months. Exactly. Yeah. You know, And so I think that when you can be transparent and just put it out there, people are going to find value and they're going to trust you more. And it's easier for, I mean, you don't overpromise, right? Which you talked a little bit about that, about people overpromising. You exactly. can actually, it's much more feasible to deliver $3,000 a month um, than... 30,000, right? And so right. when if you go in with the proper expectation, that's something that I always talk to my real estate clients about. Like you have to have the proper expectations coming in, whether you're a buyer or you're a seller. Yeah. So if you're a buyer, what's the market doing? Are you going to be competing? Are you not going to be competing? Like what's the proper expectation? And when that proper expectation exists, I find that you have much better results because people don't feel like they got cheated or like they got duped in some way. Exactly. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's funny, like a lot of when our, we turn down a lot of potential clients actually, because mm. they'll be like, yeah, man, like, you know, they, I, it's pretty easy to like, oh, passive income. I hear it all over social media. I want that. Um, you know, I have $20,000, $30,000. Let's do it. And it's like, okay, okay, let's calm down. Like, do you have working capital? Well, what is that? You know, well, you're going to need working capital on top of your initial investment. You know what I mean? And do you have money to start your LLC, your EIN? How much is that? Eh, a couple hundred bucks. Nope, I don't have that. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, I don't think you're ready, man. You're not ready yet. You ain't ready. Well, I go, let's talk about I mean? that. Let, let's let's get into some numbers here. Let's say sure. somebody, we'll make it very, very simple, wanted to start a basic Facebook meta shop. Yeah. What does that look like money-wise? Sure. So to get into this investment, we have three different options, a $25,000 option, that's an upfront fee, and that's a 70-30 split. So 70% goes to the store owner or the investor, 30% goes to the fulfillment team. And that's that's a monthly split. And then the working capital he's talking about, we can work with as little as 5,000 okay. in working capital. And th- what that means is that it's just a line of credit or a credit card with a credit limit of 5,000 that the team has access to, to do the any type of ad spend if you're doing mm-hmm. Shopify. Um, in this case, it would just be to buy the products to fulfill orders um, with the Facebook store. So like, for example, lo- those $5,000, is that a credit card that I have to get? Correct. Or is it an extra? It is? Okay. Yeah, you'll have to get it. And then we, we also educate people on like the importance of business credit sure. compared to personal. Right. And we're like, we give them the option, we're like, you can use personal because some people are like, I don't want business or yeah. I have a plan. I don't know. It scares me. Well, that's fine. I just want to let you know up front, like your credit score is going to fluctuate because mm. if say your store uh, limits, yep, and stuff, exactly. Your store, say your store, uh, matures and you're like selling $50,000 a month in product. That means that they're running your card for $50,000 a month. Mm. It does get paid off every month. You're not accruing interest, but still like that's getting reported to your credit I and it's doing mean. that. I yeah. see what you mean. So we got this first option, 25 K 70, 30. 
Yep. Right. What's the next step? Yep. So that, and then five thousand dollars working $5, capital in addition, and and we like to to say ten thousand if you can, but five thousand is something that we can work with. And then we have our next option is a twenty thousand dollar option, and that's a sixty forty split. Okay. And then again, five thousand dollars in okay. working capital. So the working capital doesn't fluctuate from step to step. No. Okay. And then we have another option. It's a fifteen thousand dollar option, and that's going to be a fifty fifty split. And again, $5,000 in working capital. So it's a little bit more feasible um, than maybe our Amazon options or our Shopify options because they are a little bit more expensive. And right now, you know, we own our Amazon stores and, and we think that Facebook by far has the most to offer most to our upside. investors. Yeah. Exactly. Just because it's such an untouched market, yeah. there's so much opportunity to grow over the next few years that if you get in now, you're yeah, I definitely well. believe that there's tremendous value in being an early adopter. Mm-hmm. I mean, people that bought crypto in 2010, like, I mean, even now when it's dropped, there's oh, still, I mean, man. if you yeah. bought, if you bought Bitcoin <laughs> at a dollar, bro, yeah. like even though it's exactly. like in trouble right now, you're yeah. still, you're still, yeah. you're still in a pretty good spot. 100%. So what kind of numbers are we seeing? If you guys uh, can share from clients that, that, that you guys have worked with, maybe you guys personally, what kind of numbers are we seeing with these stores on a monthly basis? What, what is typical? Yeah. I, I always say, just like I said before, um, you know, you can, you can expect conservatively like a mortgage payment or a car payment, whatever that means to you. So right? we can say between $1,500 and $2,500? Right. Could be S- something like that. Something. It can be a little bit more. It can be a little sure, less. And that's what something that always. we try to stay very transparent with our yeah. clients on is it's not always going to be a $5,000 profit every month, yeah, right? It, it changes. It, it may be $100 one month because for whatever reason, the product didn't sell. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things like that that happen. It's business. Yeah. And when we're talking with newer people, it's really hard for them to understand that. They want mm-hmm. consistency because they're used to their nine to five job getting a consistent paycheck. But when you're talking about investments and getting into business, Different. it fluctuates. Yeah, right? it doesn't work that So way. we try to help people understand and be very, very transparent about the fact that there's no guarantees, right? ROI isn't guaranteed. There's no guarantee of how much you're gonna make every month. But on average, we see anywhere between, like you said, a thousand to $4,000 in profit every month. And so that's that's a conservative. There's always, op, you know, there's always stores that do more than that. There's stores that do a little less than that, but that's where we kind of stay. And, and our team is, is very much trying to keep it in that area. And we have, you know, key performance indicators and things that the team is always checking with these stores to make sure that they're performing at a certain level. I mean, and when you, when you break that down, that's a tremendous investment. I mean, for sure, man. I mean, let's say if someone gets the basic package, right? $15,000, they they get their credit card. I mean, you're going to get your money back in seven months, right? Right. Give or take if it's, if it's average, right? If it's kind of, right. right. Um, and everything on top of that is just upside. And if there is no hands-on work that has to be made, now is when you start to make this dream of passive income mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of a reality. Yeah. Does right. that make sense? Right. Because you know we always think of, oh, I'm just gonna be sitting on, on a beach in Jamaica and I'm just gonna <laughs> refresh my bank account and it's just gonna be bigger every time I open my phone. Yeah. And people actually believe that. Yeah. yeah. Like they actually believe that, right? Yeah. But I think that the idea is learning about these systems, right. learning about the power of the internet and how you can be anywhere in the world and you can still run a business, but you can't do it by yourself. No. And I think that's that's one of the things that I always harp on is you can't do it on your, by yourself. You can't do it on your own. And if you do it with someone else, you gotta be willing to share. Exactly. People just don't want to share, bro. Yeah. Like I see it with agents so much. You probably see it. Like yeah. nobody wants to share. Nobody, nobody wants to go to a brokerage that can train you because they have a split. Like nobody <laughs> wants to do that. Yeah. And yeah. 
it just baffles me because it's like no company on earth has been successful with just one person. Right. And so I think that the idea behind this show and the reason why I wanted to bring you guys on is because we need to realize that as entrepreneurs, potential investors, right. you got to partner with people. Yeah. I mean, there are things that I don't know about these meta shops, but if I want access to what you have, there's a price tag to it. For sure. And that's okay. That's business. Right. And I'm baffled by how many people want to be entrepreneurs, but they never, th that never registers. Yeah. yeah. It never registers. Well, I think it's important. We always say this to people. If you want to go out and do it yourself, then you totally can. There's a lot of successful people that have done Amazon FBA, that do drop shipping on all of these platforms, and they make millions of dollars on their own. They keep 100% of the profit. Mm -hmm. But you also have to realize they're putting in 60, 80, 100 hours a week into all of what we talked about that the, these teams handle. You know, product research, finding the right products, their ad spend, making sure that they're spending it in the right way, in the right places, making sure that it's g gaining retention, all of these different things that they have to do themselves. And then eventually, like you just talked about, when it gets to a certain level, they're going to have to bring other people in anyways. And there's going to be some type of profit share. You're going to have to pay them anyways. And so this is just a way to get into this space with not so much time you know, put into this investment, you can be a little bit more hands off. Like you said, if you want to sit on a beach and let your team run the store every day, you can. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is, again, this is not something we're trying to say you get rich overnight. Of course um, not. This is something that it's a great investment to add to your portfolio or for somebody to invest in as their first investment. But that's the thing though, yeah. the, the hands off exists, but it's got a price tag. Exactly. exactly. It's and, got a price tag, and, right? And, like, And I've told people before, I'm like, hey, say you like, you get a hair up your butt and you're like, hey man, I'm gonna learn this. But at the beginning, I want the team to run it until I learn it. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. Yep. I go, you own that store legally 100%. Your business, that, it's registered, That profit it's you. split, you don't have to pay it every month. If you don't pay it though, they just stop working. They just unplug It's you. like an employee, exactly. they're your employee. I so see. I said, if you wanna learn it one day and learn all the ins and outs, you can. But I, I'm just telling you, cause like, long time ago i tried to open a shopify my myself and i was like man no way dude i will pay someone all day long <laughs> because it's just not my passion it's not something i want to do is it a good space to be in is it the future of course and and you know if you do your research you're going to start noticing a lot of big companies a lot of brand names that you see they're they're going to e-com uh, e they are going to e-com yeah. i i have some ideas yeah of e-commerce companies that i would like to start um so that's why I also wanted to, to bring you guys here on the show. But uh, yeah. where can people find you? If people want to learn more about your platform, if they want to kind of get a little bit more in detail, where where can people find out more about Omega? We sure. do a, a lot of stuff on Instagram, uh, mostly. Yeah, a little bit on Facebook, but mostly Instagram. Um, we should get, we're just talk like, man, we should get on TikTok, like, you know, <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah. But, you know, I, I think I mastered Instagram a little more. Yeah. Um, but they can reach us at, at Braden Goss yep. um, on Instagram, at Sergio Armenta 85 um, Also our Omega, if you want to make sure we're a real company. And people are like, well, you guys real? Like, all right, you're Sergio, you're Double Braden. check, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. at the real Omega on Instagram yeah. as well yeah. and see what we're doing. And uh, do we have a sweet facility here in Springville? Um, we call it the house. We don't even call it an office. We call it the house, La Casa. Like, yeah. you guys want to come by, come check it out. Like, come check it out. Come get to know us and, uh, you know, play a little ping pong or, or just get educated on the whiteboard yeah. and, and see what uh, e-com is all about and what we're doing. I love yeah. that. Guys, uh, follow these guys. Check them out. Omega Financial. I think that it's so important to 
like I said, to learn these things. And I love that you guys are willing to teach. You're willing to take time out of a busy day on a Friday and just come in and just talk shop on a, on a podcast. Um, because I feel like we need a lot more of that because people are getting in trouble yep. and people are losing money and Absolutely. people are making bad decisions mm -hmm. and people are getting divorced because the dude put all his money into crypto and he's an idiot. Like yeah. th those things right. are happening. Right. And what is it? It's just simply a lack of education. So, um, do you guys have anything going on right now aside from the Facebook shops that you're excited about? Oh man, we, uh, we're always brainstorming like any entrepreneur, right? Like how can we better our services? How can we add value to our clients? Um, and not just, you know, not just sell them a store once, but like, okay, now you want to invest in this. Now let's have you invest in this to protect that asset or, you know, so we're getting into man, like real estate investing, um, uh, you know, life insurance uh, is huge, you know, protect your assets, not only your family. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, and not only that though, but just our network that we know, uh, I think you had a good friend of ours, Dusky, the other day. Yep, here. shout out Dusky. Yeah, yeah, so like, I always have people, hey, do you know who's someone who does NFTs or like, no, you know, yeah, for sure, man. Here, boom, boom. You know, we want, we want everyone to eat, man. Everyone yeah. to, you know, enjoy the entrepreneur journey uh entrepreneurship journey so um yeah reach out we have a lot of stuff going on and there's gonna be a lot more coming man reach Absolutely. out to these guys omega financial well guys thank you so much for coming on the show uh, sergio Braden, love you guys this has been another edition of the ask tony show till next time thanks bro thank you <laughs>